So, Joel, what did you just do? I dropped a lot of pens, and some of them went into some soda, and it made a big mess. Yeah, we have a game that we're going to play, and you soiled it. Yes, yes, yes. Well, it's been a few days since I had an accident, so it was (laughs) was due for one. If you don't know, Joel is one of the, um, not not clumsy, but... Yeah, no, he's clumsy. Okay. Prone to spilling things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I've spilled like water next to my fancy computer at work many times. Many times. Yeah. I hope our boss isn't listening to this. <laughs> Hi, Tom. It's fine. Lindsay knows. It about works. It, it works sure. good. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, uh, let's get into the this one's recap. Yeah. yeah. Welcome back to the Obsessed Marketer, the podcast designed for you, the small business owner looking to jumpstart your business and learn quick marketing strategies that you can take with you to increase your sales, reach, and growth. I'm Andrew Hayes. I'm Holland Berkey. I'm Joel Schmitz. Oh, it's so good to have the trio back together. I know. I've been so busy and I haven't been on the podcast lately and I'm very excited to be back. You were happy. You haven't been on in like two months. I know. I haven't been on in so long. I think the last... When I did the recap in December, though, didn't I? Or I didn't do November? a recap in December. Oh, yeah, it was November's recap. November. Or no, it was October's recap. Yeah, because we're not. We're dressed up. since yeah. Halloween. Yeah, wow. I'm so sorry I've left you guys, wow. but I am here. And it's a whole new year. And- I know. Oh. So crazy. Happy 2023. Anyway. Holland is back, and of course, Joel's on my right. So it's always good to have Joel back, too. Let's go over what all happened in uh, January. Yes. Um, but first, I just want to talk about some of the podcasts we had this month. Um, on the show, we just did last week a really awesome episode with Rachel Koenig, all about like basically how to rebrand a business uh, that wasn't yours. That Oof, yeah. You know, so and it was very interesting to hear about because I don't know you don't you normally yeah. hear that you know I take over the business and and make it my own and basically there was like no problems. With and it, it just uh, the previous owner still works there too. Yeah, they like flip flop, which is kind of like an interesting dynamic. Like yeah, that would be still willing to work there. And I was I was kind of thinking myself like is there, like if you're in charge, will the old boss be like, oh, don't do that, don't paint those walls? But apparently yeah, everything was fine. Yeah. Well, we don't know. Uh, you have to listen to the podcast yeah, to find you out. You have to listen. You have to listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we also did an episode with Annabelle Jones, who was an awesome guest. I loved having Annabelle on, cool. talking about brainstorming because honestly, like we'll have um you know, brainstorming sessions here at the office. And sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, they're either hit or miss. So they're not, they're yeah. nothing really productive or really, really not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I listened to that episode and she had a lot of good tips, like the games that she kind of thought in there. And like, especially like ha- like having a specific type of person in there too, like having the creative, the right side, the left side. And then also having that one person in there that's going to be like, trying to poke holes and stuff too that's me yeah yeah you <laughs> have to have that person though because no. you have to figure out where the failures can come from yeah 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 really cool and then we also had another episode with uh, a guy named chris keller who again was an awesome uh, guest to have on talking about um real people and real problems for human centered design which sounds like a very convoluted thing yeah. but it, it's really not it's what more about hu- hu- Humanification? Oh no, humanification. What? <laughs> what am I trying to say? It, it's um humanizing. 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 There yeah, we go. Yeah. Oh, I know. Like copywriter. He knows. So he knows how to I'll get a word right. You know. <laughs> yeah. But like humanizing brands and you know, kind of catering toward the people that you serve. So and that's important. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked days. about that yeah. a lot in the podcast too. Yeah. Like being authentic and being relatable. Uh-huh. 
and like talking to your audience like younger generations like us we appreciate seeing humanizing elements in brands okay i'll go for that brand over something that's just like exactly that just seems like a money hungry company or something like Mm -hmm. that you know so yeah so if you're a small business owner out there and you're trying to kind of like you know maybe connect more with your clientele or the people that you serve um take some tips from this podcast with chris keller that we did because it's Mm -hmm. basically kind of how to find that out that's his like job that's what he does um so anyway so check out those podcasts. We'll have another show notes below. Okay. Now, finally, let's get into our January recap, our first recap of the new year. Yeah, 2023. And we're going to start off with a very fun one here, actually. No, I'm excited to talk about this. Um, So Pepsi. Now, Joel has... How are you? No, no you, you can't even... Can't even you like you don't like Pepsi, so why are you I'm, cheering? I'm indifferent. No, I'm oh. just excited. I'm oh, excited. So oh, talk about a soda brand. No, no. <laughs> Joel, soda. Joel doesn't like Pepsi, though. He's a Coca-Cola right? fan. I'm, yes. yeah, I'm, a, I'm a Coke nut. I'm a Coca-Cola nut. I should say that. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. Like, Pepsi, Pepsi is like always just like a fine option, like... Yeah, that's true. You will. Yeah, you will take it. You're not dying, but... Because it's still... It's sweet. It's yummy. Anyway. Cola. Pepsi. You guys might have heard about this, but so they're getting rid of Sierra Mist and they came out with a new lemon lime soda called Starry. Great name. Yeah. You can describe Sweet. the brand of this. I have a bottle of it right in my hand right now. I like the packaging. Yeah. It's very much bright and colorful. Yeah. Okay. And that, ye- that green and yellow kind of neon colors. Yeah. Does not like remind me of Sierra Mist at all. Yeah, yeah, I know people like on the Pepsi team and like the Starry team. They talked about the design of Starry is a lot like they're trying to align more with Gen Z and their aesthetic, which is bright, fun, whimsical, Instagrammable. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally what they said. Instagrammable um, more than any of the other Pepsi like sodas that they offer. And it has this like kind of like retro typeface to it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, obviously, if you're listening like to the podcast. Line. Yeah, it's like very bold and yeah. rash. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's got a, a lemon on top and then it becomes a lime. Oh, yeah, I didn't even that. notice that. Yeah. And like they're swapped. Yeah, I do like the packaging. Sometimes I look at it and I feel, for some reason, more so with like the zero sugar one, First, I think it looks like a like a hard soda, like an alcoholic oh, beverage. Really? I don't know why, but it's definitely not because they're gearing it towards like kids more. They should get into that, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Well, the reason that they're doing this is because Pepsi's internal research showed that demand for a lemon-lime flavored soda has never been greater. Which what he said in this I statement. can agree to that because I was always really? a Dr. Pepper fan or like darker sodas. For the last six months, I've been going for the Sprite, the Fanta, like the lighter caffeine-free yeah. like white sodas. And I don't know. I haven't gone back. Well, you've been sick a lot lately, too. And like sure. nothing really hits like a Sprite. Uh, yeah, literally. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. McDonald's Sprite. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but yeah, isn't like white soda like a little bit better for you too? I don't know. It might be. I just know that they're like usually caffeine free, which okay. I've been trying to stay away from caffeine. Like get the coffee in the morning and then sodas be caffeine yeah. free. Because mm-hmm. I'm old. <laughs> so Pepsi's saying they developed this new lemon lime soda that gives, quote, people a choice in an area that's been dominated by one brand for years, which I don't necessarily understand because yeah. Sierra Mist was been around. Like, yeah, yeah, that's. When I read that, I was like, what do you mean? You had Sierra Mist <laughs> as the option. So and everyone just, knows know. about Sierra Mist. Yeah, like, it's so like, there is that option. So I guess maybe 
everything new, new and shiny. Like people were, are going to yeah. try it. So maybe they try it, maybe they love it, and then they'll become brand loyalists. So they're like, trying something new. So. Yeah, they are. This they kind of back in 2016 they did like a mini rebrand and they made Miss Twist. Um, but the so Neil Saunders, who is the managing director of retail for Global Data, pointed out that that brief rebrand was pointless because it just confused customers. Yeah, so. I didn't even realize that it was a thing. I yeah, like, I looked it up and then I Sierra saw it. And I remember. Still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was still CRMS. Like it was still the same. How I understand it, it was like the same. Um, like soda. It was just they rebranded it. This story is like a new recipe. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a whole new product. Um. So maybe it'll go better for what them. If, I don't know. It's just the same. Yeah, it might be. Who knows? We have actually, we're going to do a taste test, so we'll see. True. We can Ooh, yes. figure it out. Stick but around. back to their branding, another big thing with them is with the packaging, they're aiming toward Gen Z. Same with their campaigning and like yeah. their word choice. If you guys are on TikTok, I highly recommend going to Starry's TikTok <laughs> oh and looking God. at it. It's crazy. Yeah. It's very Gen Z. So, so like, obviously, if you're... Um, maybe older than us, uh, you're probably going to be like, wow, loud noises. Um, <laughs> I, I don't want to go into a whole deep dive of Gen Z humor. Just know that... Um, hard to explain. It's hard to explain, and <laughs> yeah. I'm also confused by my own generation. Yeah. But, <laughs> Their know. tagline is, uh, let's see, it's starry. Hits different. It's different. Yeah. Hits, Hits different. different. That is so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like on their TikTok too, they had like other like terms and words like right. gen z words i don't even remember One them at this point but really, like, yeah some of them i feel like we're slightly inappropriate it's uh, but that's like brands of TikTok. but i was uh, laughing yeah. i was laughing and i definitely would scroll down their feed probably and like comment yeah. like on it i think i don't know maybe we'll come back in a couple months and kind of see how starry like did yeah who knows maybe this angle will work maybe it won't i don't know time will tell so let's get into our little taste test here. We're going to see if I know the answer to this, but I put, so right in front of me, in front of us, we have six cups here. Three of them contain the brand new Starry and three of them contain Sprite. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do a taste test with these two guys here, Joel and Holland. See if you guys can tell which one is which. Okay. Are you pretty um, inept in your in your lime and lime soda game? I'm trying to remember so. what Sprite tastes like. What? I feel like I have a pretty good palate. I feel okay. like I'm able to do it. Okay, okay. okay. Of course, this nothing hits more than a McDonald's Sprite. That stuff yeah. literally punches your mouth in the mouth or something. <laughs> <laughs> what he said. Sure. Okay, um, Okay. so we'll give it a taste test. Welcome to Is It Star or Your Sprite? Yay! <laughs> All right. Uh, Which head? What? So, so I'll pick, do the middle pick one. one from each one. Okay. okay. So this left hand is on your left. Yep. Okay, right. Right, so I'll know. Okay. okay, and these two are for Andrew. Okay, oh wait, I'm gonna confuse these now. Which one did you grab first, Joel? This one is the one that I spilled with the pens. Okay, so put that put one your on your right. right. Put that one on your right. Oh. And put the one on your left on your left. Okay, yep. cool, we're all okay. even? Okay. 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 What, what am I drinking? All right, so all right. Let's do the right first. Okay. Okay. Right. So trying out the right one first and a little taste I'm having a little smell. Yeah, I know, you've been smelling it. This tastes like Sprite to me. So if this is a strong album, yeah, immediately a sprite. That's it, that you're saying the right one. I feel like that's right. It tastes like okay. right. But oh, now let's wrong. taste the left one. Okay. okay, taste the left one. I do taste the difference, and I and I. They taste exactly the same, but the one on the left is like similar. muted, like you're tasting sprite through a wall. <laughs> And I feel like the I, one on the right is way stronger. I am not as confident anymore. They are very similar, I feel like. I don't know. 
Okay, let's let's do my final like, final answer. I, I like the right better. Okay, so let's get let's give a yeah take take a little sippy sip another one and let's lock in some answers here. So, which one do you think the left cup is? I'm thinking that one might be Sprite. Sorry? Oh, bro. I don't know what. Um, they taste the exact yeah. same to me, except the right is just stronger. What do you think? I'm gonna say me. I'm gonna say the left is Sprite, and, and I'm gonna right disagree. Is starry. With yeah. Okay. Left is starry. Okay. And the answer is left was Sprite. Ah. Left was Sprite. <laughs> left was Sprite. Right was so, okay. Starry. You right heard it here starry. first. I am a Starry fan. This is good. So it tastes like Sprite, just stronger. This is what um they said. That's good. It was the I'm trying to find my What's quote here of what it's supposed to taste oh, like. Like oh here fruity, the spokesperson right? for Pepsi told CNN that Starry has a higher citrus flavors mm -hmm, um, that are true to fruit and more aromatic. Aromatic, mm -hmm. yeah. Sure. I compare this year. Like that's, this is that's why we were able to smell it right away. Yeah, it's way like, more. Yeah, it smells more and it tastes more like lemon lime. It's for sweeter. sure. It's sweeter. It's yeah. Sweeter. I wonder, is it like nutritionally? I wonder if it's like the same or is it, it is just not like crazy? It's more sugar. It has ten more calories than. Yeah, and we're comparing a what a sixteen ounce bottle, 20, 20 ounce bottle. So it has two hundred forty calories compared to Sprite, which is two thirty. And there's more, basically everything more, uh, less sodium, so less salt. That's good. That's good. Um, but more carbohydrates, barely, um, a little more sugar, and that's it. Okay. So they're pretty much usually like around the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm a starry fan. That's like, good. It's just strong. I'm a little underwhelmed though, because I was hoping for more of a difference. Oh yeah, I they agree. They taste exactly similar. the same, except yeah. Starry is just like they said. It's a little stronger. I was hoping Starry was flavor. really gonna break out into the scene of like well, lemon how, soda. Yeah, but like how a lemon lime soda is lemon lime flavor. How different can you? Get? I'm not a soda doctor. I can't. I can't tell you how that works. <laughs> soda doctor, fair. Okay, <laughs> fair. Well, maybe anyway. you guys go at home try it. See what you think. Yeah. So now that we've tasted uh, soda for the last ten minutes, let's talk about. Uh, <laughs> Let's go into uh, food. Yes. Uh, uh, let's go to food. Burger Joel. King. Burger King. <laughs> Joel, you're you're you like uh, I'm your resident food expert. Yeah. <laughs> so what went on with Burger King? Um. Well, right now they have a, a commercial that's going on during the the NFL playoffs. Um. So this is the only time of year when people are actually watching live TV. So Burger King. <laughs> Burger, <I think>. <laughs> Burger King took um, took uh, what's the word uh. They seized that and they're doing these commercials for their Whopper and they got this jingle, this earworm, um, Whopper, 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 Whopper Junior Double Triple Whopper. And it's it's annoying people so much that they're tweeting about it and it's working because people are talking about burgers. Yeah, here, wait, we'll, we'll play a clip right here. Whopper, 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 Whopper Junior Double Triple Whopper Flame grill taste with perfect toppers I rule this day Lettuce, mayo, pickle, ketchup, it's okay if I don't want that impossible or bacon whopper, any whopper my way. You rule your season today, FBK, have it your way. Is that catchy? I love it. It, it is, is catchy. catchy. And it, yeah. I'm pretty sure I should have looked this up. I think it's Kid Cudi. I don't, I don't think, is it really? I don't know. I'm going to Google it because really? I feel like it is. Uh, so... They spent a lot of money mm -hmm. on this on this ad campaign. Um, oh. Four hundred million dollars, um, basically one hundred fifty million dollars on advertising and digital channels. Two hundred fifty million on technology and physical restaurant upgrades. Um, and so, 
It's played so much. It's usually the first ad that plays when they go to a commercial break during the NFL playoffs. So it's like, oh, we'll be right back. And then it goes, whopper, whopper, whopper. (laughs) (laughs) And people have been going crazy on TikTok with it and making different um, remixes of it. There's a Daft Punk remix of it. Oh, I got to hear that later. Some of my favorite tweets that I found was, Rihanna descends from the sky, (laughs) lands on Super Bowl halftime stage, grabs Mike, looks into the camera, Whopper, 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 whopper. <laughs> oh, I love that. And then even watching that commercial, I just watched it now. The whopper looked so good in there. They they really made it look They've done nice. a lot of rebranding the last year. Like they went back to like that retro kind of like visual branding, which I love. I love the branding right now. Yeah. And this had such a smart tactic. If you can do it right, which honestly, it's just like luck i feel like if you do something like this where it's like an annoying jingle earworm where people hate it so much but they're talking about it so much and they're singing it is it luck though because they're just repeating whopper 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 and just saying stuff off their men well i'm just saying it's luck like some people like people could like hate it hate it yeah but it's like if they're it turning it into a meme and a joke and they're getting joy from it. Mm-hmm. Like these tweets are funny and yeah. like, people are having fun with it, even though they're kind of bashing it. They're not taking it too seriously. Yeah. They're getting that nice middle. And literally everybody knows about it. It's the hate- thing is on the rise. I, I am team Burger King. Mm-hmm. It's the sure. hate to love it mentality. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, hate to love it. But yep. um, if it, you know, also if it gets your kids to like the song too, then they're going oh, to yeah. be like, mommy, daddy, let's go to that's, Burger King. Get a lot yeah. at the school. McDonald's, I want Burger King. We door dashed Burger King the other day. It came to our house like less than five minutes. It was Because it's four blocks away from our house. <laughs> don't, don't tell them that. <laughs> I want to I want to shout out the DoorDash. That was an incredible experience. It was so fast. Oh my! Because <laughs> they're literally down the street. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, talking about NFL and football and Super Bowl and stuff like that. Holland, what's going on? Yeah. So this next story is just kind of about how brands are now using TikTok for their kind of like Super Bowl campaigns. Um, so this kind of like last year they had Doja Cat doing a Taco Bell leg partnership and there were a lot of TikTok videos out there. And then the year before that, Ocean Spray. I don't know if any of you remember. So there was that one guy, he was skateboarding yeah, down the street yeah. with Ocean Spray, and it was just mm-hmm. all around good vibes, and he yeah. blew up on TikTok. So Ocean Spray did a campaign with him during um, the Super Bowl, like two years ago. And then even the year before that, Mountain Dew was doing stuff too. Um, so mm-hmm. experts are saying that brands are definitely going to be using TikTok around the Super oh, Bowl, yeah. but more so for like supplementary content. They're never pro- going to like take away from that classic super bowl ad placement yeah like Mm -hmm. during the game on live tv that kind of stuff but tiktok is just Mm -hmm. just another arm of their content in their campaigns for sure it reminds me of remember like youtube got really big into like the super bowl ads they used to have an ad blitz i believe back in the day and you could like it's like a whole like thing where you could watch all the super bowl ads like what like three weeks before the super bowl actually oh yeah but um but yeah, no, very cool. A very good like integration, like supplementary. And honestly, yeah, I'm glad they're not going full board. In and there, it's smart yeah. for them to do that because I haven't watched the Super Bowl the last couple years. Mm-hmm. We're not a and I usually family. yeah, and yeah. I usually end up watching the ads like afterward. Like I'll go on Ad Week or I'll go on some blog and like kind of watch the notable ones. Mm-hmm. But on TikTok, I'm going to be seeing them around the same time, and like you know, so like you're they're getting in front of eyes. Other people like Joel and I who don't care about sports. Like mm-hmm. last year, somebody's like, oh, are you watching the game? I'm like, what game? She's like, the Super Bowl is tonight. And I was like, no idea. Yeah. Absolutely oh, no idea. I'll so pizza, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it. But it was embarrassing. it's smart. TikTok mm-hmm. is just popping off everywhere. So everybody's mm-hmm. kind of jumping on that. Way to go, TikTok. Just, yeah. a, just a side story, too. We've, we've uh, seen a lot of uh, 
scrutiny over TikTok in the past um, month and since the year started with a lot of um, colleges around the nation banning TikTok on their heard that. servers. Uh, the UW system, University of Wisconsin system, I believe, did block it. Um, oh, uh, so like if you're on the school Wi-Fi, you can't yes. get on TikTok? Yep, Whoa. yep, they banned it. Um, and then also, These kids are 18 and old. Like, yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Well, it's it's for security re- um, concerns with how much data gets sent to China. Right. Okay. Like right. that. Again, yeah. Political, not going to go into it and anything, but um, there's a lot of talk of uh, how TikTok is going to continue to operate and maybe move some more of its... Um, operations to the united states oh cool. that probably would just be smart because yeah so many people are like about it yeah so we'll, we'll keep you posted i'm sure yeah. we'll talk about it in the next coming months yeah we're going to be developing but anyway uh inflation oh yay <laughs> just talking about such fun stuff and now we have to talk about it yeah. <laughs> no, sorry but it's important it's like such a big it's happening right now and mm. it's as a business owner you need to be aware of it and what your role is in it and should you talk about the elephant in the room should you not kind of thing you know so uh, this was a really good article by uh, Marketing Brew, actually, talking about um, whether or not, yeah, you, you should bring it up maybe in your marketing campaigns. Uh, Holland, do you want to? Yeah. So this article was kind of saying you should only really talk about it if you are talking about the solutions to it, you know, yeah. or if your company makes sense to talk about it kind of thing, too. We've yeah. talked about that before. Just if it makes sense for the industry you're in, then yeah. So like I know Chase did a campaign where they have an app that helps with like budgeting. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense with like the inflation and the economy yeah. right now. Or um, even Airbnb did one. Yep. Um, Airbnb was talking about how like when this kind of stuff kind of happens, people want supplementary income. So that's like rent out your house for a week and get yeah. a couple hundred bucks kind of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. But when talking about this, that also you can come under scrutiny and people can um, kind of comment and bash you a little bit. And that has happened right. with Airbnb because Airbnb has been, it's been under fire for like a year because so many people are, this is really happening in New York and like bigger cities, but people are buying apartments and buying stuff and then turning it into Airbnb and rentals, which is just taking away from people that actually are trying to find housing to live in. Yeah. So then these campaigns come up where they're like, oh, um, you need some extra cash because everything's more expensive now. Maybe you should get an Airbnb home. And then people come back and be like, no, you are the reason that there's right. such a bad homeless situation mm-hmm. in this country. So, I mean, it's a touchy subject. So you really have to be be in tune with the, um, your your customer base yes. yeah. and, you know, social and political issues going on. Tread lightly. Tread yep. lightly. And do, again, do, do a lot of planning and thinking before you start talking about situations like yeah. this, yes. for sure. Look at the data, look at the research, and then also remember that uh, the people you're marketing to are real people, mm-hmm. which is a really good thing. We have a remember. great <laughs> yeah, sure. blog series on marketing during uh, inflation. So Oh, we do? And, and the recession, too. Recession, yeah. Yeah, we'll link those down in the show notes for you as well. There's some really good uh, good blogs to look at. Um, but anyway, so, yeah. I mean, it's happening. a big topic right now, so it is something to think about, even though it's, like, kind of stressful, but... Yeah. yeah, and we'll link that Marketing Brew uh, article that we pulled this from down there, too. It's a really good article, too, mm-hmm. if you want to look more into it. But um, let's talk about robots taking over the world. Yeah! Robots. <laughs> I love this thing. Chat GPT. A lot of marketers and people in the business world are so sick of hearing about this, mm-hmm. but... So we're not going to bore you with telling you how <laughs> you great probably Chat already know about it. is. Get it. We understand. Um, but it's this new powerful AI chatbot, basically, that is 
insane. It, it literally, it really uh, talks to you like a human. And That's it's one of the cool. most realistic, kind of helpful AI chatbots in the whole entire world. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. Helen, Joel, have you guys used this at all yet for anything? No. No. Not really. I really just heard about it from like you looking into yeah. it. Honestly, <laughs> I walk over your cubicle. Oh, Fun fact: everything I've said on this podcast today was written by Chat GPT. No way! No, was oh, no! No, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. But I'd be there for a second. But uh, there's a lot of concerns about it, especially in like the education space. And oh yeah, plagiarism and take, stuff. Yeah, it's going to oh, take yeah. over and. Basically, a lot of schools I heard are blocking it as well. On their- yeah, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, because could it write your assignment for you? Like it, it could. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you could write it and like yeah. say, "Can you give me a like a three page report on uh, the outsiders?" Yeah, and have it whatever and cite your sources. Dodge by Monday. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember seeing a TikTok of a girl like showing it, and then she puts it in the plagiarism like checker, and it says that it's like ninety percent like copied and then she i don't now i don't know exactly like what the solution was to it but she had a solution where like you do the chat um gbt and then you run it through a different program and then it like helps with like sourcing out the plagiarism kind of stuff and it like rewrites it we're gonna do an ai thesaurus and it finds it (laughs) we're gonna need those oh my it's just it's crazy to think about because it is it does it so fast and it's pretty accurate and it's pretty like well written it's Mm. a good jumping off point for for copywriting, yeah. I think. Can but I talk about a different AI thing? Sure. Sure. Okay. Um, Andrew, do you know about this Twitch thing where it'll automatically give people like eye contact when a person's like on Twitch just reading off the chat and instead it it'll take their, their eyes, eyes, it moves their eyes for them and has it point at the camera. I did see that. It's oh, so like when you're looking at the chat yeah. and like the other monitor and uh-huh. they're not looking, it just like will make it look yeah. like they're still looking? Mm-hmm. I couldn't stop thinking about. I want to have to Google that. I want to see what that looks like. Does it? Have you seen it? Does yeah, it look it's, natural? It's pretty realistic. Yeah. It's like creepy. Yeah, it's real. Weird. Yeah, yeah. And <sighs> robots are taking. I couldn't get out of my. Yeah, literally bloody. everything. Um, but anyway, ChatGPT. Like, if you're looking at using it for your small business, and it's it's not that bad if you're trying to make some content for your business. It, it at least can give you a good starting point. In my yeah, opinion. I don't yeah. think jumping off point for sure is a human because a lot of the times it's really inaccurate. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, you know, won't give you. I feel like you could kind of, yeah, you can kind of use it where it'll maybe then spark ideas for you, and you can kind of rewrite it or jump yeah. off to another topic that it like reminds you of. But yeah, for sure, it should yeah. just be kind of a supplementary thing and not. It shouldn't take over your writing. Well, and if you're already a business owner, <laughs> if you're a business owner and you're managing everything, the last thing you want to be doing is thinking of, oh God, what kind of topic should I make or like topics should I make Instagram reels on? Yeah. So then you can it ask kind of does like, this because it's like a research tool almost too because it right. sources from like millions of documents and transcripts and real conversations. So it's knowledgeable. It knows what's out there. So it can be kind of like a research research tool. I feel like too. Yeah. There was a really good example I saw from an educator, a teacher, who used it instead of having her class write an essay on whatever book it was. Um, basically, it had the teacher had ChatGPT write. The entire essay, and then it wrote it really poorly in an in like an English kind of a sense. Like, mm-hmm. so she took out all the parts that were poor, gave just put blanks in, and then gave it to her students and said, "Fill out the rest." Interesting. Oh, and it kept good. the students on track. Yeah. They had them write a better essay and help them think more critically about the book. And yeah, the and like class how to actually connect liked it a lot better. Pieces. So I like that. Hey, if you guys have any teacher friends out there, maybe yeah. offer that. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I mean, I'm sure that'll make it a lot easier for you. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I mean, use it as a tool, not as a replacement. Yes, yeah. for sure. Um, again, we have some great articles and some blogs on ChatGPT and what it's all about coming out on ViralSolutions.net. Want to check them out? We'll link them down in the show notes for you below. But we have one more left mm-hmm. to go yeah. today on our uh, January recap, uh, prioritizing accessibility in marketing. Yes, love this. This is definitely the way that we need to go. We have a great episode with Taylor Booman, one of our coworkers oh. here, mm-hmm. um, who specializes in accessibility, web accessibility. Mm-hmm. And um, take a listen to that because it's, it's a really good resource to kind of see like what you kind of need to be doing. But uh, what's going on now with this uh, focus in 2023? So there was a 2021 Nielsen study that analyzed 450,000 primetime TV ads and only 1% showed someone with a disability, even though more than 60 million adults in America live with one. That's per the CDC. Yeah, Yeah. so showing people, like we need to, everybody should be represented in the media, in my opinion. Like just... If you're speaking to your audience, they're going to want to see themselves and that's going to be you. They're going to be way more likely to buy from you if they can see themselves in your marketing. And it's not hard to show representation. No, yeah, it's not. And it's really cool. This um, brand called Diageo, I don't really know how to pronounce it. They're a branding company. Mm-hmm. Um, they announced that they're creating an inclusive design training program specifically for marketers um, to design and wait. So for marketers that they had last fall, and it's designed to help them remove unconscious bias from the design process and ensure promotions are accessible for all, which I think is so important. This even happened to me when I first started here at VS and I was doing a lot of designing. Um, I was designing for a client and they came back and they're like, can we show more people of color? And I looked back and I was like, oh my God, most of the people that I'm putting in here are white right and it made me internalize it and it's something that you always just have to actively be thinking about because like you said like unconscious bias Mm -hmm. it's a thing everybody has it and you don't really think about it and you're not coming from a like a mean or an evil like way it's just what happens so you just have to consciously be looking and seeing how can i add diversity to this market yeah yep Mm -hmm. that's another example of humanizing the brand for sure um again with that awesome episode we have with chris keller um, basically pu- looking at your at your customer base and the people that you serve and making sure that they're accurately represented and that they're being tailored to. Yeah. And an example of this that actually Chris did bring up, and this is also in this uh, Marketing Brew article, which you can find in the show notes below, but it's MasterCard doing their touch cards. So mm-hmm. if, if you don't know about these, these mm-hmm. are really, really cool. So like MasterCard decided to, the hardest part, if you're in the dark or something and you're trying to find what credit card you want to use, well, they all feel the same. They're all just a yeah. piece of plastic. Mm-hmm. So MasterCard is putting these little divots in the credit cards. That's great for people that have like oh. yeah. seeing disabilities. So a credit card kind of... might have like a little curved edge on it. And then a debit card has a little ridge, like a little I interesting. And that's and so a smart. And card has like more of a, like a wavy kind of feel but, to it. Yeah. Do they still fit in a wallet? And they still fit in a wallet. It's just cut into the card. So when you're just that's so all through, say it's braille. more visually impaired or whatever yeah. it is, can just feel which card you want to pick out i want that that's card. awesome it's that's a cool. simple thing that's that's ease of use for literally everybody no matter if you have a disability or not yeah yeah that would be need, easier for me that's the whole thing in the two we need like functional things yeah. too so not just visually showing somebody but also changing the way your business works and that's 
Tide created a version of its 2021 Super Bowl ad that featured audio descriptions. Yeah. So it's also just like the functionality of your campaign and your products needs to be accessible to everybody, mm-hmm. not just visually you're showing if a bunch of different people. Images on your website, use alt text. Yes, exactly. It's that easy. There's a lot of things that you can go into making things ADA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's definitely, we've talked about this before. I think maybe Taylor talked about it, but things are shifting to be more, oh, you need no. to be more accessible. Like Google is cracking down on it. Like it's getting stern. Especially there. if you're like a like a hospital or something that like helps people, like yeah. .gov.org things. You need to have accessible websites and you need to have accessible like campaigns and products and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, Josh uh, Lobner, I'm, I pronounce it. I apologize if I'm pronouncing his name wrong, but he's the global head of inclusive design at this uh, firm called Wonderman Thompson, and he says that basically that whether via consultants or internal leadership, like the weaving accessibility into your campaign KPIs where disability inclusion moves beyond altruism and more toward a proven return on investment. Mm -hmm. So it basically like it's worth it. It's worth it. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, Yeah. you're getting a good ROI because you're appealing to a wide range of people. That are more likely to become a customer for you. For your image too. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, honestly, and this is what he said too. We have to take these conversations of accessibility beyond just compliance, mm-hmm. right? Be like, okay, we got to follow the law yeah, and more towards creativity for so sure. that accessibility is not just a minor task on a checklist for an IT department, <laughs> um, which <laughs> is a great, it's a great thing. Just kind of like what you're saying about the card, like that was probably a pretty fun product development thing for MasterCard yeah. internal yeah. team to do. Once like really that's way to get creative. You're like, oh wait, this is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, that's such a creative way to make sure things are ADA compliant. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, anyway. Well done, MasterCard. Oh, Seriously. Be more accessible. For real. Things. And if you ever need help with that, too, you can also reach out to us at viralsolutions.net. Mm-hmm. And then you can also, um, you know, get a free little consultation from us if you want a little marketing. Yeah, about your stuff, uh, too. We'll look at everything. Yeah. Do you want to play one more game, guys, before we go? Another <laughs> ga- two games in one day. Like it's Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to play you guys a Sonic brand, and you guys get to decide what it is. Okay. Okay. Super is super fun, and a lot of people liked the last one. So um, I'm going to play you this little soundbite here. You got to tell me where it comes from. Are you ready, Joel and Holland? Yes. All right, ready. That's that's YouTube. Right? Isn't it? It kind of sounds like the YouTube when, one. When we open the YouTube app on, yeah, on our TV, TV, I think that's what Oh, no, it's no. a little different, though. Because no. the YouTube app has more of like a like a dribble kind of sound. Do it one more time. Okay, here's the sound one more time. The NBA. You know it. You know it so well. We know it well, he says. You were on the right track. Okay. YouTube? You are on the right track. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. I'm going to play it one more time, and then you'll have a final guess, okay? Yeah, yeah. Do you hear you hear people talking in the mm-hmm. beginning? So like it's a like, little bit of a crowd? Yeah. I don't know. You have five seconds. Oh, um, uh, the, uh, the, the, the snap dance. <laughs> okay. Joel? Um, a PlayStation. <laughs> Literally not even related to YouTube at all. So is it a streaming service? It is a streaming service. It is Hulu. I was going to oh. say. Oh, you're open up the Hulu app on your TV. That is what you will hear. We should do that later and see if we hear it. Ah, I feel so bad. These (laughs) listeners are like, they didn't even give a good guess. (laughs) Here's what it looks like, too. I think you'll, I think you'll understand. 
Oh, that's that's pretty cool. Oh, Oh, yeah. The animation of the logo goes with like the sound effects too, which I love when stuff does that or like Mm -hmm. adds the the pictures change to the beat of the music and stuff like that. I think that's really powerful and makes it a style. Match it up. All right, guys, we got to head out of here. Thanks for listening to our January 2023 marketing recap. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. I'm going to go drink some more Starry. That was yeah. Here's the bottle here. Starry, it. Of course, if you want to reach out, if you have any other stories that you think that we missed, uh, send us a little DM on Instagram. I, I love learning about viral, it. So. Uh, dot solutions. I think so. And if you uh, want a little help with your marketing too, a free marketing consultation is for you. ViralSolutions.net. We got you covered. All right. Uh, I'm Andrew Hayes. I'm Helen Berkey. And I'm Joel Schmidt. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.